Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Jordana. And I'm Aileen. And Sammy is out of town. I'm sure you've seen on her Instagram. She is in Europe, where I'm going tonight. So it's just the two of You're us. going on the tonight? Sh- I'm going tonight. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's one of the last things I do. Um, uh, I'm like saying fair, I did a, uh, a DSD episode with Sammy as she was also going to Europe tonight. I, like, I hate everybody. <laughs> you're just the send. You're giving us a send off. I know. Well, person. I, yesterday I thought like I literally was in labor. Um, so I was like, I don't know if I'm going to. What if like, I have to record at Betches from the hospital? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> a live. That's what I'm saying. We could have done a live updates from your, but, you know. I know. your cervix <laughs> <laughs> but i am actually here so which we should do it you know like those tiktoks with the with the overlays like um aioli speaks or like one of like an inanimate object discuss it could be like yes. cervix, cervix. <laughs> <laughs> with jared's eyes yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm ready to go on maternity leave okay. um but so this is Aileen's last time recording the podcast. We did pre-tape a great episode for next week, all about celebrity couples. But in honor of the huge life event that's going to happen to Aileen, first, we're going to still talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> in honor of that. In honor of that. And then it would be fun. We thought it'd be fun to recollect our friendship together since we've had one of the greatest friendships one. of all time. <laughs> a very long one. It was um, it was we were, we were doing a game at the end of this, obviously, and um. Sean sent us like, you know, it's like a newlywed game, right? I'm assuming that's what it's kind of like. And uh, it was fun to fill out. It was. I have very little memories from like before we were friends. I feel like most of them or all of like the all of like the the like if you think about like your life making childhood memories were definitely like post friendship. I agree. I remember like some things as a little a little kid because I moved so much. So it was like. I had so many distinct memories of different people, but then all of my like good times. Did you move more than once? I thought you moved. Yeah. Great neck. I moved. Oh my God. No, we moved when I I was, we were, I was born like Washington Heights. Then we moved like all the way to like near Stony Brook where my mom went to school. Oh, right. That makes sense. And then we moved to like another place. And then we moved to Floral Park for a year. And then we moved to Great Neck. <laughs> wow. You really were all over. The, I had to uh, make so many friends. <laughs> I mean, the first the first two places, I assume you didn't have to make too many friends. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> also, like I also like spoke Russian. I don't know. It was a weird girl. Yeah, right. it, was a, it was a weird childhood, but it's all good because we met and it was actually a spy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah before <laughs> we get into that, should we just I feel like we have to talk about I know talk. some people are in if you don't like Real Housewives of, of Beverly Hills, we'll put a timestamp for when we finish this discussion and you can just hear about the other stuff. <laughs> if, you, if you only want to hear about us reflecting, <laughs> reflecting on our friendship. Um, yeah, we need to talk about Beverly Hills. Last night's episode was very good. Yeah, it was very um, like for I was very annoyed at them for being like rude to Garcelle. Yes, I, I didn't understand well, what she did wrong. Well, do you the, the thing that I was trying to figure out while I was watching it is like how they were like avoiding saying that the producers told her to say it. Like, you know, that's right. what happened, right? Yeah, that's what I like her like read on like Instagram like before or after the scenes. Yeah. But and Lisa Rinna posted that like nobody's talking about the 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 blowout fight that Erica had with the producer. And well, she wasn't talking about that. She was just asking Garcelle if like like why she decided to do that. So if she knew that, right, then she she's was instigating. being annoying. Yes. Right. No, I agree. That's what I was trying. I was trying to like watch it while also knowing like the behind the scenes. But Garcelle was sort of saying is like, I didn't know not to ask that. So like, how would she know how to ask that? Obviously, the producers told her mm-hmm. like even um, Crystal was like, yeah, she wasn't there. She didn't know not to 
not to say something. It's also like, why was that the thing that you couldn't say? Like she was talking about the affairs and the car accidents. Like, do you still talk to Tom as off limits? I think that Erica just freaked out because she her charade she, was being blown up. Well, no, because she agreed to do the season and like be quote unquote open as long as she controlled the narrative with the production with producers, I think. I mean, allegedly. Um, and so in this case, when the producers are feeding Garcelle questions and it wasn't on Erica's terms, I think she freaked out. Right. But why was this Garcelle's fault? That she was like listening to them. Well, I, I, I mean, it's Garcelle's fault because she did. She did it. She was she she voiced what the producers told her to say, and I think Erica just got really pissed. She just got pissed. She clearly right. blows up when she doesn't have control. Then also, I read that Kyle backed up a pro- the producer apparently. I don't know if that's oh, true again. So maybe that's why she got more mad. And then she was just like mad at everyone. I thought Lisa Rinna was the one who's like sticking a little too close to Erica. But then there's also those other things that I read that like Lisa and Erica have a, the same like money manager and the same lawyer. So Lisa doesn't want her talking about it either. I what was, really I, don't know. I loved Sutton, though. And Kathy. I know. And Kathy. What was, this, what was this a fucking ad for Ruth's Chris? <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> like Kathy reading down the entire menu and then like Lisa and who was it? Dorit. I, I forgot who else was hysterically laughing. She's just like, we could get lobster. We could get a we can get a steak. We can get, you know, some mac and cheese balls. <laughs> that was and, like, yeah, that was a highlight. And the fu- another highlight was when Kathy was like, Dorit comes out like dressed as Cher. That was so funny. It was my next thing. Yeah. And Kathy's like, you're going to waste an out- the outfit on this. Like, literally, we're all thinking it like you look absurd. Like, what are you going to a red carpet? Right. I mean, I was thinking it, but obviously the show is televised. So it's like no outfit is technically wasted because every single outfit is like on national television. I so- know, but it's. But I the agree, comment was great. Yeah, but it's so it's great. And it also is so what are you wearing? <laughs> right. Like, that's so not a Palm Springs in general outfit. Like, why? Why wear that? It didn't Unless make sense. She's any- going to like Neon Carnival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly. Right? I wouldn't even wear that to Neon Carnival. Um, yeah, it would be okay. extra for that even. Um, but yeah, the I mean, I'm, this was like a good episode. Finally, the show is good. It's been like a while. Um yeah, and la- last year's like drama was about a fucking dog. <laughs> so this well, and Den- no, that was two two seasons ago. Last year was about oh. Denise sleeping with Brandy Glenville. Oh, that was pretty good too. That was solid, but like, it was still like I. It didn't really make as much sense as this. This season is like okay, like you cannot hide anymore. That's the interesting part. Yeah, I agree, and also it was this this episode was interesting to see. I'd be How? so scared if I were Sutton, too. So. Oh, why? Because I feel like Erica is going to be like so mad at her. She sees all well, the no, shit. I was I was going to say that I, all the housewives in their confessionals were sort of even Kyle. I was really surprised by a lot of the Kyle's comments um, be, think because of my like I thought Kyle is like backing up Erica 100 percent. But she was saying kind of candidly like what like this doesn't make sense this reaction makes no sense like what is she hiding clearly there's other stuff going on she's talking about the victims um did you 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 saw yes. like, all of them were sort of not really siding with erica well they can't also because like even if they are siding with her like silently like they still have to answer to the public they still have to like display some outrage i think lisa is because- the only one who was not questioning her yeah, she was like, she was like, she'll open up when she can. Like, I think Lisa's got her own shit that she doesn't want to. Yeah, clearly she's been hiding Harry's nails. For this <laughs> <long>. <laughs> it was also very bizarre. It was really funny. And like her fake laugh about it was like so over the top. Yes. And I, I mean, that dinner conversation made me like want to like crawl into a hole. It was so awkward when Dorit was like, I teach my kid that everyone who works for us is equal. And yeah, it was, that was so <laughs> brutal. That was so and brutal. That was so she just was like setting herself up to be like totally pulverized. And she's like, and then she's like, oh, are there only the only people that your kids know of color are the people who 
work for your you? house and she's oh, like no she's like no no no. like my mom's friend is black <laughs> and, and so girls- cool. <laughs> i i really i like i i mean while it was cringe it was less it was less cringe than R- roni right. i thought like it it didn't feel like it wasn't like defensive. And I thought Garcelle was sort of just like laying down the facts pretty well. Right. She wasn't like, I, th- I thought it was like, it was an interesting scene that unfolded well, but the Dorit part when she was saying it, Agreed. I was like, I was like, just don't, don't say it like that. Shut up. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, and then Sutton's like, I am not going near this again. <laughs> right. Which fair. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty brutal, but I thought like, Garcelle like schooled all of them in a way that hopefully got something through to their heads. Right. But I don't know. Were they it like, why the- would you talk to a four year old about that? <laughs> <laughs> every time they were, every time Dorit said anything, I just wanted to like, I just like squirmed a little bit. I was just like, don't. Well, Kathy was the one that was like kind of acting yeah. like a total idiot. That's but, true. Um, but-, but somehow it was like, Somehow it was worse with Dorit because I feel like she thought that she was saying all yeah. the things. Ex- I think Dorit was like, oh, I'm saying all the right things. Yes. Right. Right. Whereas Kathy was like, maybe this is a conversation we need to have. And like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Right. No well, fucking Kathy's shit. Like, Kathy's like, well, Michael Jackson told me that it oh, was cool. I grew, so I grew up fine. with Michael Jackson and uh, he told me. She's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> That was how many years ago? <laughs> she was definitely good for it. Like, like, I agree, like calmly calling everyone out on like yeah. their like bizarre way of like thinking. And like, not that she things. needed to be calm. Like, that's not, you know, but it was just it was just like a quick shutdown. Yeah. And what you're saying doesn't really make any sense, but I'm just going to sit here and I guess I'm going to take it because I mean, it's not fair that she has right. to sit there and sort it's of like fair. tell them she's but, the only person there. Right. Exactly. Um, but well, Crystal added some like commentary and like gave them some context for the way that she grew up. That's and I thought, true. I thought that gave also like some perspective for them, but I don't think. Well, I thought it was a very interesting at the conversation was very interesting because it was like how racism is thought of for like, what would you call them gen x or like uh or more no. of a uh boomer baby boomers then gen x Who's and gen millennials. X? gen x is like people my sister naomi's Your sister's age. age the 70s yeah born in like the 70s and like maybe the 60s so like i guess they are gen x yeah mostly right, because they're like 40s 50s right Except I would, Crystal, who's like 35 <laughs> yeah so right but that's what crystal knew like this i'm saying was funny like to see like sutton who's like I don't see color and that's how we approach racism. And like, that's how they were brought up is like, okay, like, you know, like we're all equal. We're all the same. And then versus like, you know, again, someone uh, millennial generation watching this, like us watching this being like, those are not like, that's not like that. That's not the thought. That's not how it is. And it's not accurate. Exactly. It's not reality. Like they said, which I, I thought that they, they positioned it to to the to the to the boomer as well <laughs> but I feel like lisa vanderpump was a boomer <laughs> <laughs> not if she I, I hope she's not listening um but actually though she, yeah she's yeah anyway she's got, I, I don't know that conversation was, your mom is a boomer she's like 55 so is lisa vanderpump my mom she not? um right? probably lisa yeah i think she's that age my mom is my mom that no i think she's older yeah, the conversation was cringe, but they moved on and they didn't like it. Didn't They didn't turn it into like right. a fight. And then it, it went back to the Erica stuff. It's so funny the way that they greet each other. Again, not to compare everything to Real Housewives of New York, but the way they greet you is like, you look amazing. This place looks incredible. Like, oh, my God, I love your outfit. You look like insane. Oh, hey, baby. And she's like, hey, baby. Dorit, hey, baby. <laughs> like, she just looks everyone. Oh, Dorit. I know. Yeah. And in New York, I just feel like they're not complimenting each other like ever. Well, it's Ebony, like, Ebony was the only one I, I noticed. Was le- yeah, are like, oh, you to look each other, but only to each other. <laughs> oh, you look stunning, girl. <laughs> um, yeah, Leah too. But 
Yeah, it's it's a, it's a little fake, but I really liked, though, this episode that they talked about Erica's situation after Erica left. I bet you they couldn't wait. Oh, totally. They were <laughs> to all like, running it. to like get her, put her in the car. The <laughs> <get> her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want to go? We get it. We get, get it. If get you want to stay, but we really need to talk about you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. The next morning when that crazy article came out, that was hilarious because Lisa and Kyle are like, I can't read this. Like, it's too long. It's too many words. And then Sutton comes out of her bedroom. She's like, I've already um, read it it several (laughs) times. I've checked precedent. (laughs) I know exactly what's going to happen. It was she, she she I liked that she sort of was not shy about breaking it down. She also came up a lot smarter than like Lisa Rinna, who's like, I don't know what any of this. She probably just pretending she can't read She's like because <laughs> she doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, this is too wrong, long. I can't I can't get it. Oh, maybe that is. You're right. Maybe they didn't want to talk about it in depth and say right. so that they like, was this too, is too long. long. I mean, can't read while, it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sutton's, Sutton's already like, like, like translated it in, in like in three different languages. <laughs> she's like redlined it. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then the, and then in the in the like the interview part, she was like, yes, I've already read this four times since last night. And um, this is everything that's that's happened. I mean, the whole thing about like so, about the LLC and like $20 million going into Erica's right. business. I mean, here's the thing. Erica Jane is not Britney Spears. So like her business was probably how do you think her business was making 20? Like, was there any profit in this business? Zero chance. What was she selling tickets to tickets, her show? That's what I'm saying. Tickets. I guess like her song was on iTunes. It's expensive. That's what I'm saying. There's no way that that her business was making like twenty million dollars a year. No, and they were just spending it all on her. And then Bravo shows this like clip of her of of the um of like the the facade that they were talking about. I also appreciated that conversation because again, it was all the women saying like sort of the reality, everything that we've known about Erica for six years is clearly not what's been going on underneath. Like, right. and that wasn't just like Sutton saying that, like Kyle said that Dorit was saying that. And I'm excited for the reunion because Erica said she's going. She is going. Yeah, so she said she confirmed it on Twitter. Yeah. OK, so well, she must be prepped. She must be prepping she's for that <laughs> reunion like it's a presidential <laughs> debate. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, definitely like 100 percent. Do you know any? P- she probably has like legal PR, everyone like in a prep room, just like going over exactly what she's going to be saying. Yeah. It used to be the glam reunion. squad. And now it's right. just like her legal team. <laughs> it's funny how like I actually was watching. I'm kind of like I'm not like actually rewatching old that, but the old like from the beginning, but I passively put it on when they run out of other Bravo shows, like while I'm eating dinner or something. And I'm up to the season where she starts and she seems very different than she does like in recent seasons. She's yeah. like a little bit more like open, a little bit more like, like talking about, she like talks about stuff. And then I feel like something happens that makes her like close off. Yeah. I remember when that shift happened and they're like, why did Erica suddenly get so cold? Right. Yeah. Because she was like pretty friendly in season one. She's talking about how, you know, her husband's old and they have two planes. They have the yeah. domestic plane and they have the plane for Europe. Um, yeah. And then she talks about how like she like she's not like these other Beverly Hills women who don't eat cake and she orders cake. Yeah. And she yeah. like 
you know what I mean? She's like a little bit more like personality, like a little bit more like upbeat. And then I feel like she gets she it's funny because you think about it. She's gotten like a lot more like closed off and like, I guess, depressed. Darker, darker. Yeah. yeah. Her vibe is darker. Um, And she she does. She does get like she's like broody, too. And like very and very like snappy at people like, oh, don't talk to me. Right. You know, like I'm Erica Jane. We, was her. Did she have her like two personas in the first season that she yeah, had? Th- that was sort of how she introduced herself. Like, I think everyone should have a little Erica Jane. She talks about how she like, you know, she has this team and they put her like, you know, she's she says I've had like X number of bill like dance been number one in the dance billboard hits like mm-hmm. three times. I guess there's like a certain subsect of people who listen to like dance billboard like that particular <laughs> genre or something i don't know and just saying how she like she's performed all over the world and all this stuff but like i can't really see how it's been profitable maybe it was breaking even at it, best no there's no way they were just spending money like on her office that what did she do in there like her right. giant her giant office oh, the funniest part her whole glam squad across the funniest country. part of season one of the season that she starts in is she goes um she's at lo- she's at lunch with tom in like one of the opening scenes where she's coming in and the la chief of police is there and he comes over and she says hi they say hi and she's like we love the chief of police like he's like the best like we you know tom is very close with him and it was like this seems like evidence. I don't know. It's weird. Cause like the team, he's like, he's like going into their lunch place. Like he's like mustachioed chief of police and just like casually just talking to them. And, she, and she's talking about how they have such a great relationship and they're very close. And she's like, she says like, I love you to him. That's weird. I, I mean, know. but that's, that's what they said in the, in the documentary is that like Tom has, has all these people in his pockets. So that's why all these victims had, had not really much. They couldn't do anything. Because no one would go against him. Right. I wonder um, what's going to happen there. Literally, I don't know. Sammy told me to follow Bravo Docket, so I've been following that. Also following Jen Shaw's case, which is wild. Apparently, her assistant, Stu, is going to turn on <laughs> testify against her. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, Stu is like the, the main accomplice. <laughs> I can't keep up. There's so many of these, like, scandals i mean it's so funny lisa Rinna defending her being like if you know harry just puts papers in front of me all the time and i sign them and she's like it's normal in a long marriage i'm like is it (laughs) i still think if rusty put a piece of paper in front of you i think you'd still be like what am i signing or if you put if you put something in front of him right you wouldn't be like i'm just gonna sign it i would literally tell him like can you please don't just sign this like look at it like that was that's the first thing like we learned, like, right. don't sign anything. You don't know what you're signing. Even when the OBGYN gives me paperwork, I'm like, can I read this for a second? If, if the social network taught us anything, <laughs> yes. I thought these were my lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I actually feel like that was like a very like um, a grievable moment in that movie where you're where he's like, I thought these were my lawyers. And he's he, like went to Harvard and he like signs away all his shares or some shit. Um, yeah, he, he allows dilution of his shares. I um I agree that was such a teachable moment. It makes you remember not to trust anyone. Actually, no, right. I think Even about that. I actually think about that. Like when I sign stuff, I think about that movie. Um, but this seems like a good segue into talking about um, <laughs> our friendship. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's funny. Perfect. I actually I asked John to talk to to like include this in our in our like outliner for today, just because I felt like it was it's so. Like when I think when I take a step out of it and I think about it, it's like when I think about the fact that we met, we've been like best friends since we're 10 years old. And like now we like are here recording this podcast. We like have been running this company together for 10 years and you were about to have a baby. It's like uh-huh. so it's crazy, very, like, like circle of life, like who would have thought? When we're in like sixth grade home ec, that like yeah. this is where we would have been twenty years from that moment. We oh, how how old are we in in sixth grade home ec? Like like you 11? were probably eleven. I was ten. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> we were eleven and ten, so we were closer to that age. We were closer to the baby's age than um we are to. Yeah, we're- like three times They're that 20. age right yeah. now. Sorry, sorry, math is no longer yes. <laughs> It's been 20 years. We're three times the age of yeah, yeah, of, two thirds, two thirds. Um, yeah. yeah, isn't that crazy? And also to have those to to like 
ha- have memories from that time. That's the biggest mind fuck for me. Like having about to have this kid is that I still remember myself and us. Yeah. Like our friendship as kid, like children and thinking like, oh, you know, you don't feel like, your the age. Kids? Yeah, <laughs> like, you don't. You don't feel the. Yeah, right. Yeah, now, like, you don't you're the mom. Feel the age. You don't feel the age now. Like I don't feel thirty to thirty one. You're turning. When are you? You still have. You have some months. Um, <laughs> you're not that close. Um, no, it's it's soon. Yeah, your birthday's like next in month, two weeks. Like three weeks. Three weeks. A month. Whatever. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um I just like forgot what I literally I thought Monday. I thought it was Friday. I like have no sense of anything. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the biggest mind thought yeah. for me is that I, I can remember us as kids. I don't, I didn't feel like a kid then. I know. And just to like picture, I mean, picture again, like, th- like you're one of the few people I can see throughout all of like their life stages besides like your baby stage. Yeah. When you were in Washington Heights. Um, <laughs> but yeah how are you feeling about your like upcut like any minute now (laughs) I'm feeling um well today is technically my like no tomorrow is technically but I don't have any like meet zoom meetings um but today's technically my last day before I go on maternity leave and thank god because I have I talked about this on moms but I have no no capacity to put thoughts together and and I thought I was in labor last night like I literally was timing my contractions and it was scary but how are you feeling day to day but also how are you feeling like just generally like the idea that you're like about to be like a mother and that like your life is going to be different the it doesn't really like it it's hard to um connect to that feeling okay like it doesn't feel real because nothing's happened yet. Sometimes I even like forget that I am pregnant until I feel it. Right. But the only thing that because it's so soon, the 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 thought that runs through my head like a lot is like, holy shit, I'm entering this like f- new phase of life. Like you can't turn back. Like this right. is this is when you sort of become parents and like the parent when you had your own when you have your own parents, you have that relationship. And now this is like when you're you are now the parents and you are responsible for, for like, I'm responsible for myself as my, as the kid, you know, like that kind right. of thinking back. It feels very like before and after, like it feels very, and it's weird because it's about to happen. Like I walk around my house and I look at the nursery and I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God, <laughs> run away. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's to me, that's also the m- more mind blowing aspect of it and it's sort of you I can't I I can't, it's hard to connect to it to be honest because you I, I don't think that you can you don't know sort of ex- you don't know what it's going to be like to- you don't know what to expect and so sort of that's been giving me a lot of anxiety is this like it can happen any moment now and I have no idea what to expect but but that's I know probably that true of I'll be parenthood in general like any like yeah. you know I mean like random shit comes up and you just do the best you can and um, but it's funny. I've been obviously selfishly thinking about how your pregnancy is going to affect me. <laughs> <laughs> how so? No, I just think it's like funny. I think like I do worry that that you know friendships do change when like they say like if you don't have kids you don't get it. And I think that like there definitely feels like as more of our friends have kids, there's like a little bit of a divide. And I don't get it. Like it's like the people who have kids like they're going they have like a whole different life, and it feels like. I'm part of like their old life and like this, you know yeah. what I mean? They have like the people who understand their new life. It's like almost <laughs> like you're because you know what I mean? You've entered into like a new, um, well, but, but you, you, you have so many siblings with so many kids. I get that. It, I get, I understand what you mean, but it's not like you're so far from, or like removed true. from yeah. like it's the kind of stuff I think about, obviously. Yeah. Like, no, um, it's something I like want in the, like, relatively near future but it does seem like it's just you know what i mean like just the way like you know you you hang out or like the way you like that you do that you know that then you realize that that people like 
I think of like, you know, we were thinking about Croatia where we were there like five years ago. It's like, I can't like do that like the same way again. Or just like anything that you want to do, like when you want to do it, like in the moment, not that's not like this isn't like to to remind you of that fact, but just like (laughs) that your life is over. (laughs) No, it's more like it's funny when I was in high school, I remember being like, my mom doesn't have any girls so I can do whatever I want. But like none of my friends can do whatever they want. So like, it's not fun. It's like the more people who have kids, it's like, um, like no one else can do whatever they want. So like, I should have a kid. <laughs> it's the number one reason. Um, but like, I think, I think that will, I think maybe, yeah, maybe it'll affect us just a little, but I'm it's sure not, you already it's left not like, the city. So I've already left the city. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's not that far behind. And um, I would like to, I would like to be close to you still. So I would like to include you as much as I can. And I would like to be included in your life still. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just, it's more like, I'm like worried, like wondering like how things will change because they do, but like, I'm sure yeah, they do. we have some friends with kids and they definitely yeah. have changed. And you're just, you, you have to like, like I've had a friend who's had a kid for four years now and I, it's, it's been such, it's such a shift. I have to like, Oh, can she come to lunch with us? Like, I want to see her. And like, right. it's, it's, it's really funny because it's, it's and then, and then she's like, Oh no, I just want to see you. And I'm like, okay. So that's exactly it. It's like, it's funny because it's like when, you know, when we were all like 27, like living in the city, it was like, there was no like break between your two lives. It was like your whole, like your life was like going out with your friends or going on dates and then like going to see your friends. It was all like sort of like the same thing. And now it feels like when you see your friends with kids, like you're, they're like on a break. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like they're not just like, you're not one part of their continuous life. It's like, you are like, you are their like relaxing part of their life or you're there. Like they're like, okay, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to bring my kids cause I actually want to talk to you. And like, it's a different, yeah. It's not like a continuous flow of life, if that makes sense. Right. Because they have to go back to like having a fucking kid right. and like dealing, dealing not with their own. Like they can't think about themselves when they get home. Right. They have to think about this kid. That's what I'm oh saying. God. Feels I'm like starting, I'm starting to get really hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's going to be great. But it's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying like that. But that was like the sort of like what I what I meant by that. It's like it's yeah. not like your whole life is just kind of like a flow with no purpose or direction like it is when you have <laughs> kids. I'm, it's nice. I'm saying no, like, I get it. That yeah. way. But it's just like um, it's different. But it makes girls nights so much more fun for the mom. <laughs> That's true. You probably know it's true. I feel like you really like appreciate like when we used to go out like four or five times a week, it'd be like, okay, this is like not that exciting. Um, Now it's like when you go out, you like fucking deserve to go out. (laughs) You better believe I'll be going hard. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, it's like it's kind of like anything else. Like when you do when you're like, it's better when you don't have it all the time. Like summer is better because there's winter. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) It's exactly the same. Um, yes. 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 You appreciate but, it more. Oh, yeah, I agree. But it's, it's also be great. I'll drive out there. We'll take some walks. <laughs> yeah, you have to come visit anyway. Before. Yeah. Before this thing comes out. I probably won't be able to visit before since I'm going to Europe tonight and I come back on oh, your yeah, due date. Yeah, you're going to Europe. <laughs> I forgot. Yes. Today. See, I can't even remember that we had that conversation at the beginning of this. <laughs> podcast. It's news again to me. We've all been there trying to fit everything we might need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip. No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, 
washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable and it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their zip footy pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. All right, so now it's time for our app Betches game of the week. This one is called BFF, Better Friend Forever. <laughs> and it will decide once and for all. Oh, gosh, this is so competitive, Sean. Once <laughs> you know all, he's feeding into exactly what he knows. Is, will, will, <laughs> yeah, who's what's going to. Um, well, you and I have tr- always been us. T- extremely competitive. We have. Um, I think it's I think it's gotten. Well, now that we run own this company together i feel like we're on the same team (laughs) yes yes there's less competition because we're like we want the same thing but i like playful like i like competition when the stakes are low like low in terms of um you know games like yeah like like, this yeah (laughs) like this or what are all the other games we like to play Uh, what was it strategy what's it fucking called uh i can't remember one game the what the uh, deal deal what's the charades one Oh, monikers. monikers, monikers. So many good games. What's the one with the co- code names? Yeah. Oh, my That's God. Code great names name. is a great is a great one <laughs> to watch you play because you get <laughs> so emotive. I get, I get really verklempt. OK, so anyway, th- uh, this is going to decide once and for all who's the better friend of the two of us. And to help guide us through the game, here is Sean, who's clearly pitting us against each other. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait. This is more like playing Monopoly. This is going to be a relationship ender. This is how like... <laughs> Families are torn apart. Okay, so we got 10 questions here. This is a newlywed style game. So yes, whoever gets more points does seem to know their friend better. But, you know, this is really about how also how well you communicate your your life to your friends. See, we're all winners here. Exactly. Okay, so. Are you an Erica Jane not giving any information away? Or are you an open book? All right, so first question, this one's kind of a gimme, but this is a nice warm-up. Okay, first one goes to Aileen. What is Jordana's lifelong celebrity crush? Well, I would assume she would want to put someone that I would get right, right? So isn't that the point of... Isn't the point it really is, a game you want to get them all right together? We, we want your, your opponent slash co-host to get it right. You want to answer okay, honestly. Okay, so I, I'm going to go with Brendan Fraser, final answer. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, Jordana, is that correct? That's correct. That yes. is correct. So the yes. point goes to Aileen. Although no. I don't think she loves him right now. <laughs> not right. I'm not his current. I love the. I love the like 25 year old version of him. Yeah. Do you have anyone that's even remotely a celebrity crush now? Not someone who I'm like, oh, swoon. Chris like, Hemsworth is kind of really hot these days. <laughs> I like Liam, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Liam is very attractive. Yeah, he's an attractive man. All right, Jordan, it's your turn. Who will Aileen say is her lifelong celebrity crush? And then she may have somebody who's a she little bit more She doesn't know this recent. one. She doesn't know the recent one. Okay. Wow. Really, moms do change. I only um, told you, Sean. I only told you. <laughs> okay. 
is it rusty um <laughs> uh i would say um obviously andy sandberg is like the lifelong crush and then is there another fucking jewish nerd that's been big <laughs> recently in pop culture actually he's very much the opposite of what andy sandberg looks like i've been really obsessed with sebastian stan like aka um winter soldier winter soldier <laughs> but um i don't know who that is wouldn't know yeah jordana doesn't know marvel so she wouldn't know but you should really google him <laughs> sebastian who stan he plays winter soldier and he like got really jacked for like the most recent marvel show and i know you don't like marvel so oh but, but Jordana does like the booking. game called Google Hot Guys. She's not going to have a crush on them, but she can look. <laughs> I him am up. googling look, him. He used to be on. He's he cute. To, he was he was Carter in um, Gossip Girl, but I didn't like him then. Aileen has specific tastes. She just does. I mean, her <laughs> other one. Her. I, I feel like I know your your music crush though is Mumford, right? I yeah, mean, that, yeah, yeah. that would oh, be yeah. like your third. But yeah, Marcus Mumford. Uh, I forgot right. about him. I do. Me call. too. <laughs> All right, back to Aileen. <laughs> Who will Jordana say or what will Jordana say is her favorite movie of all time? Um, it's a hard question. It is really hard. What would she say is her favorite movie of all time? Is it is it the one with the with the with the two? What are the women called with G with, with what, what are they called? No one knows what you're saying. Bette Midler, <laughs> the one with Bette Midler. Oh, no, no, no. OK, what's the one with Bette Midler? Is that Beaches? What yeah, that's kind of a Sam good movie. That's a good movie. <laughs> I love it. Um, that is a good. Seems like a good guess. That is not the correct answer. It's a great Jordan- movie about female friendship. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, do, do we allow for hints or no? Can I? Oh, can we have lifelines? Phone <laughs> yeah. a friend, me. You could. You could phone a friend on this. You can ask Jordana for a hint. Okay, can I have one hint? Because we're on the same team in life, I will yeah, give you yeah. a hint so that you okay. can be more going to win. This movie has a character that is also in Succession. I mean, if that actor, hint doesn't work for Aileen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pride and Prejudice. Yes. That is correct. <laughs> I give her the point. That actually tracks for Jordana because Jordana does love thinking about complicated relationships. Yeah. So, like, yes. That makes like so much sense. 18th yeah. century fuckboy or something. I, <laughs> I, I, I love right. Pride and Prejudice. I'm with you on I that. I knew you That's... like that movie too. Wait, is that Mr. Dar? Wait, which one's Pride and Prejudice? Is that Mr. Darcy? Mr. Darcy. Yeah. And it's the guy. It's Tom. We got to get Tom. Tom from... Jared, Jared to rule on fuckboy or nah, Mr. Darcy. Mr. Darcy. <laughs> we'll Seriously. It well, it's so funny. Yes. Tom, I feel like Tom in that movie is like pretty hot based on his like personality. Yes. And then you had like succession and he's like, he's kind like of not a joke. hot. Yes. But it's very funny how like a character can like make you attractive. Or oh, not. totally. Because it's all personality. Also, though, his like looks like I like the the outfit that he wears in Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> and he had like he, he like has like dark black hair that like goes is longer. And he's well, like moody. And in, in succession, they like make fun of his like boxy suits. <laughs> yeah, fair. All right, so the question now goes to Jordana. What is Aileen's favorite movie of all time? This is hard. I mean, I she I has said this on the show before, and Rusty did know it, I, I believe, because we did I it. Two, also, I'll give two options. You gave two. So she's trying to give you a okay. When a I leg say, is it a comedy? Um, yeah. It- she likes comedies. I mean, you know, Aileen would not pick some like ridiculous, just laughter comedy. I know right? she's That's not picking like grownups, but like right. she might pick like Bridesmaids, is <laughs> a great movie. Um, but I don't think she would pick it. I think she'd pick something like a little more serious. I don't know. I need a hint. This is funny because I know I think I know you guys both better than you know each other because I knew <laughs> this one too. The hint. You want to give a hint, Aileen? She deserves one. Okay, there's two movies. The first one is like a romantic comedy, and the second one <laughs> is is like sort of like a like a serious darkisher comedy. But that's not helpful to you. What's helpful is there's the act. One actor from Succession is also in this movie. It's like not that many actors in succession like that I know. You don't like this movie. Your favorite movie is a movie that I don't like. That's yeah, so sad. Don't, don't like it. I know. Um, it really breaks my heart. I don't know it. You know, there's two movies and we quote one of them all the time. Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. The, the, the romantic comedy, we quote it all the time. Oh, oh, fucking you've got mail. Sorry. Yes. You've got uh, mail. We'll give her that. Also one. has we'll to do with point. Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> yeah. Wait, who's in that from Pride and Prejudice? No. Okay. So the second movie is The Big Short. And oh, Logan- I hate that movie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's in that? Who's Kendall. The- Kendall 
is oh, his, of course he's in that. I've, he's one of the brokers. Yeah, I have tried to find that to watch that movie ten times. I fall asleep every time. It's like the perfect movie for putting me to sleep. I've seen it like one hundred times. It is a crazy favorite movie. I've never heard someone say that's their favorite movie. It is really. It's a good movie, but it's not like a fun ride. Mike likes that. Mike likes that movie too. I do not. I don't know. It is such a funny, nerdy movie. You know who made it too? It's the same guy who made like Anchorman, which is wild. Adam McKay. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's a comedy. It's like a dark comedy. All right, here we go. We're going to the next one. Okay, so Aileen, what will Jordana say if she had to choose her last meal before she dies? What would she say? And shockingly, she didn't write in that she doesn't care because we know she doesn't really (laughs) care about food, but she actually did pick a meal. Okay. Um, I would say that it is a pen. A ZD? Jordana? Impressive. I said yes. a big ZD. It's a big ZD. <laughs> a good big ZD is amazing. A good uh, big ZD, yeah. Like a Tilios. That's never changed. <laughs> yeah, it's always been your favorite. All right, Jordana, what will Aileen say? I said that she would do like an omak. I'm thinking she would do like an omakase. Yes, yes. <laughs> like she said sushi. I said sushi, but the omakase is the more specific one. Right, because like, it'd be like higher and high maintenance like, person. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is, I feel like that the favorite foods could sort of sum up our differences. As yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. In taste and style. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh, I thought you were going to say, did you know, here's a fun story as a side to the favorite food. When we were um, in middle school, Aileen and I used to walk to this pizza place like 10 minutes from her house. Sometimes we would take her brother who was 10 years younger than us. He'd be like three years old. So we would, we would bring him to the pizza place. And one time, we got, I got, a, I would always get this penny all vodka slice. And one time, Aileen, when I wasn't looking, pushed my face into the pizza. <laughs> so you ever, have you ever gotten her back for that? <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like I have in like, in like dark, bigger ways, but um, <laughs> darker, darker ways. ways. But that was sort of our middle school relationship, like fucking with each other. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. I can't believe I did that. It's fucked up. <laughs> I'm sorry. And you thought it was. It was pretty funny, but like you definitely thought it was really funny. <laughs> Not funny. All right. Next question. Here we go. What would be your dream place to live? So pick a city, a city in the world. If you had to other than New York, because you've lived here, what would be your dream city to live in? So Aileen, what did Jordana say? Oh, what did Jordana say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I didn't like I, I didn't. My answer was like, I it's don't hard because like you, there's hard. places you'd want a vacation. Yeah, right. Like, and but live. I don't know. Um, I don't think we've ever discussed this. Yeah, that's why I put what I right. put. Um, where's Georgiana's dream city to live in? Um, like somewhere on a beach. We're getting there. You're actually on the right track. Um, I knew that. Like so I'm saying, I picked something I thought she would like, kind yeah. of know, but like it would. It wouldn't be like Florida, would it? Like no, I no. thought about that too, <laughs> and then I was like, California, maybe somewhere like- in California, Malibu. I was debating, but okay, I can tell her, right? She's yeah. close enough. I was debating between Malibu and Laguna Beach, and I picked Laguna Beach. Oh, okay. That, that was really close, had not having. Known, I think it was. We've actually. never discussed this. We've never discussed it. I think it was like, that's pretty good, actually. I'd give her the point. Well, <laughs> we'll I guess we'll give her the but point. She, it's fun. The best part is, though, she like went down my train of thought. Like, it literally was starting with like Florida, like, nah, nah. Florida. <laughs> um, Right, Jordana, it's your turn then to try and go down Aileen's train of thought to see if you right. can get where she landed. My train of thought in playing this game was I want her to get the answers right. That's so sweet. Um, I, thought Aileen- I thought the newlywed game is. <laughs> well, it was. Yeah. I mean, OK, so Aileen loves a good she loves vegetation and a good view. Mm. I feel like she likes like she likes to be like out. Definitely not in a city um, somewhere she can see nice things from her window. I feel like, I feel like Jordana <laughs> got the question right. The correct answer is just the suburbs. So I, that's oh, literally that's what you said. I was trying to think of a place. I that's can't believe you got that one right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's definitely how well, not the city she can look out a window. Definitely not the city where there's grass. Yeah. And I'm looking. I'm currently looking at the window, looking at pretty flowers. So I also feel like you've said this on like a DST episode when you were talking to Sammy about like something about like moving. I don't where know where I want to live. All right. Forget about where you live. Let's talk about what you do. So you created a media company together, but here's the question. If you didn't create batches, what would you probably be doing now? That's the question. So Aileen, what do you think Jordana would say she would probably be doing now for a career? 
See, I this is really difficult because she wouldn't be in anything policy analysis or management. <laughs> um, maybe something. She hates contracts. Um, <laughs> oh, I forgot I'd hate that. So lawyer. I was going to say it. lawyer, but I think I'd be a lawyer and I would contracts. just like, hey, I would hate, would it. hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't say I'd be happy. I'd say, what would I be doing? It's oh, not okay. like, what would... <laughs> so yeah, lawyer, lawyer was my first thing. And I think along those lines, if you were not trying to be happy, but what would you be doing? <laughs> Probably a doctor. Yeah. And that's what Aileen put down. <laughs> yeah. doctor. Ding, you, guys, ding, ding. you guys are both five for five. This is incredible. Okay, here we go. Number six, Aileen, what would Jordana say to this one? Who, this is great. I can't believe I made you guys answer this. Who is Jordana's most regrettable hookup? <laughs> um, oh, is there a definitive answer for this? Like she uh, put a name. There's not a name. I don't think we know the name, but there's definitely a description. You probably don't remember this story, but you're gonna laugh when you do. The person from Cancun. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Jordan, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to fill in some of the blanks? That's so funny that you remember that. I said, um, the guy who we thought was blonde, who I thought was blonde, <laughs> who actually had white hair at Senor Frogs in Cancun senior year. <laughs> exactly. And that wasn't the only the only thing about him. What else? Oh, I think he said he was like getting married. (laughs) (laughs) We were like 17. Yeah. (laughs) I find it refreshing that your most regrettable hookup was at a senior frogs because that's (laughs) it makes sense. It It makes sense. The story checks out. Aileen's answer, she basically only gave, I don't even know if this is a nickname. So it's a person. It was a person, but it wasn't, I don't know if like I've said that I've regretted it. But I would hope that you would hope that for me. Is it like Ange? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my that was god! Nickname. Literally, I wrote to Sean in quotes. Ange. <laughs> I, I don't even remember his actual real name. Is this like a college age? No, thing? I think it was high school. Right? High school. Yeah, high yeah. school. And we still regret that to this day. Yeah, he was weird. He yeah, said he, was, so he said I've been drinking since I was twelve, <laughs> and he thought that made him very cool. I remember. <laughs> Did donuts. He did all of the things that like someone who's very insecure in high school who was trying to look cool in front of like their girlfriend and her friends would do. Exactly. Like, and I regret it. Was he the one who could, said that he it was disrespectful to call a fraternity a frat? No, that was my other boyfriend. <laughs> Dated some winners before Rusty. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, And I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. 
Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's L-E-E dot com. That's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So I asked Jordana, what does she think annoys Aileen the most? Okay, so what do you do that annoys Aileen the most? (laughs) Aileen, what did Jordana say? When I was answering this question for like myself, I was like listed like a laundry list so I could get it. <laughs> well, also because like I didn't know what like what specifically um, I would say maybe you would put that I would be annoyed by maybe when like I, the, the only example I could think of was like when you don't pay attention, you'll eat like the, the moldy grapes or something like that. Thinking of that. <laughs> like not paying attention. That's ex- is that not said, exactly what I said. That is exactly. Don't you don't pay attention to things and not aware of your surroundings. Yes. yes. <laughs> and when I walk down the street and you pass me and I don't say hi because I'm looking down. <laughs> yes. Yes. I thought of the, that and the grapes in high school. I was bad to eat moldy grapes. And, Aileen and I smacked them me. out of her. And she's like, you need an at home aid. <laughs> They were so moldy. It's <laughs> very oh. funny. Jordana, what did Aileen say to this question? I actually had a hard time thinking of things that annoy me about her, which is nice. So nice. Um, but if I what had to things pick you one, would say out loud that <laughs> but if I had to pick one, um, I would say it's almost the opposite trait, which is like that she's like too much attention to detail. She's like a perfectionist and she like needs things to be like perfect. Too perfect. Or, she, or yeah, or she won't like let us do them. I'll tell you. <laughs> Which is like, well, Sean, as the editor of a podcast, I'm sure that you are aware of as well. Well, my thing that I said was I wrote like a list of three things. <laughs> what were they? It was it was I might be too hyper sometimes <laughs> or. No, I like that. It's good energy. Um, anxious on a plane. I thought you would. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. Oh, when you think. <laughs> oh, anxious in general. That's a good one. You're too anxious. When we went on a work trip to L.A. once, Aileen was like she could somehow was like. She's like, this Airbnb is haunted. We need to leave. And I was like, <laughs> I started crying. I would say you're a little high maintenance. Maybe that's my 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 thing. I have a lot of um, issues. It's all good. Is that, what was the other one? And what was my first one? That was basically talk- it. You, you said that you talk too much sometimes. <laughs> that's just my own insecurity. I don't think you talk too much, actually. Okay, I would thanks. say I would say you're high. You're high maintenance. B. Okay, the omakase sushi. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I agree. I'm I'm aware that I'm high maintenance. All right, I'm skipping to the next one. Here we go. Which do you prefer, Friends or The Office? Jordana prefers friend, uh, The Office. I do. That is correct. Jordana, what did Aileen say? Aileen prefers... I think she prefers The Office, really, but Friends is like more nostalgic to her. But... That's what I wrote. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is what she, I thought Aileen was good. This was designed for Jordana to pick the office and Aileen to pick friends, but I was wrong about it. I think I, Aileen actually likes the office more, but yeah. she like has like, again, she has feelings about friends. Cause it was it, Aileen introduced me to the office on our, when I went skiing with her parents, they had TVs in the back of their car and we watched like the whole like DVD set. <laughs> yeah. Talk <laughs> about being <laughs> <old>. millennials. <laughs> Last two. Who is the most famous person you've ever met? Aileen, who is the most famous person that Jordana has ever met? This is really friendship. But do we put the same people? No, no, you didn't put the same people. Oh. I'm saying trying to, if you know this, then you really know your co-host well. I feel like we've met similar, the similarly people. famous people because of Betches. But who have you met that's so famous that I didn't meet? You do have different answers. Oh, there was one. Think about it. There's one person that you didn't meet. You were very Snooki? upset about it. Yes. Snooki. <laughs> that was your most famous. I said Minty Keeling slash Snooki. Oh, but I didn't meet. When did you meet? I Mindy? met her on the street. Oh, you bitch. She was paying. She was working out that time. She was actually paying yeah. attention to her. And Aileen, yeah, right. you, I think you met, you met, obviously I would say Mindy Keeling. You met 
via but Zoom. But it's not real. Yeah, it's not. Oh. And it's not in person. Olivia Wilde. Yeah, that's what okay, I, I was thought. thinking about putting her too. But I was like, I actually feel like Snooki might be more famous. Than okay, actually, I, I, I'll challenge your Snooki because you actually and I met Nicolas Cage. Oh, I forgot about that. He is the most famous person we ever met. He is definitely met. the most famous person we took a we've picture ever with met. him and he was very uncomfortable. <laughs> He did not want to meet us. <laughs> no, did not. Did not. Last question. So far, Aileen is actually leading by one. By wow. One. I got by the one. one. All right. Last one. What is your favorite memory of your co-host? So what did Jordana say was her favorite memory about you, Aileen? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I see. I didn't. I don't know what you would say, but I can say. I think we should just share ours. I think we should just share it. Okay, sure. Yes. So, Jordana, t- tell us your memory that that's probably your fondest memory. My favorite memory of Alien is when we were. I, I can't. I can't remember if it was middle school or high school, but you were running for vice president, <laughs> and I think we, we and we made all these signs with like your oh, face yeah. photoshopped onto like these posters, and they were like really funny. And I feel like that was like a hallmark of our. Of our like, we have very similar senses of humor, and we mm-hmm. like made these posters together for Aileen's <laughs> run. Yeah, I, I <laughs> can't believe I did that. Run. I oh, can't. No, we... You really put yourself out there, and you were like very like. Um... I, we put these posters all over school. Yeah, it was like very like it was, and we were kind of like nerdy, quieter people, but we like really went all out on these, and um, I think that was just like a solidifier of our friendship. Very like it's so funny. We were. I, I wrote the longest answer because <laughs> okay. I couldn't pick one. I said there are too many, but I said my fondest memories are when we were younger and being in school together and we would call ourselves Pinky and the Brain and you would make that. me laugh literally all the time. And like either we were in band with your we, we, with the clarinet <laughs> or like or when we made really funny videos, like when we did a ROMS video, when we did like we were just doing really creative stuff or when we went skiing with my family, you passed out with a liter of Pepsi or when we went skiing and you <laughs> had the, the, the bags on your shoes because you didn't bring snow winter boots to ski. <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely did not have winter boots. <laughs> no, but it was just so fun. Like you never like like we're upset about anything. You just made everything really funny. And um, okay. But then more recently, I really enjoy our bonding moments where like either we're going to have drinks, martinis or um, our walks in Williamsburg, which we have to, uh, that was a really good, like short period of time. Don't you agree? I know it was like six months of like our, of like a transitional life phase. I know. (laughs) And, and then the most funny, the funniest thing that has made me laugh so hard recently. I don't think it was actually funny in the moment, but when I think about it, I have cried. It was when you were telling a story, we were in the Catskills and you were making your Greek salad. (laughs) You were just like flinging a knife around. And Alexa and I were standing there, like listening to your story, being like, "Uh huh, uh huh," and like so scared you're gonna cut your finger off. And you were slicing these tomatoes like way too large. The salad was so good, but it was <laughs> thank so- you for prime jumping that. It was so funny that like when I when I think back on it, it was just like it reminded me of like being younger again. And I, that's how I cook, so you're not gonna <laughs> like. <laughs> knives everywhere looking like hibachi chef with her like greek salad (laughs) all of those are also sweet well yeah i love them lots of fond memories and more and that's the crazy thing is that we're gonna have like different ones but as we get older but i don't like they're gonna be the same right like yeah i'm sure they'll be different intervals more responsibilities (laughs) right but like but the same okay is okay sean you know that how Joanna was saying, like, we used to push my brother down the street, like in a in a <laughs> stroller. He was three years old. Joanna would like push him and I would like run after him. Like, you can't push my brother down the street like that. And she would just do it. And then I would run after him. And like now I could have a, like a three year old and you could do the same exact thing. I know I probably wouldn't do the same thing because it'd be dangerous. But... <laughs> no, but it's oh crazy. And Aileen would like let me we would when we would come back from the pizza place to go to her house. I used to have to go to the bathroom. And she would let me like no. run to her house. That was one and time I, and we were coming then, from St. Francis. No, that was like, one oh, time. I have the key. She would like stroll up <laughs> like, I have the key. You you, you didn't bring the key. <laughs> <laughs> it was one time. It was it was coming. We volunteered at St. Francis Hospital together we did. in Roslyn. 
And that was one time coming from there. So you weren't a horrible person in junior high school. Just awful to Georgiana. <laughs> just like to fuck with her. <laughs> we did. We did like our whole friendship was basically like making fun right. of each other. But now it's also it's also sweet. Look at us. I think we've gotten sweeter. We've Hopefully, gotten sweeter. Hope, I mean, now we can channel our energy into Betch's content. All the, the trolling energy. <laughs> oh, man. No, I hope no, no one thinks I'm a bully. I'm so sorry, Jordana. <laughs> so, but you made it in time for the toilet. <laughs> Thank you for prefacing that. The winner of the Better Friend Forever game I is Aileen. You oh, are wow. well, Aileen one by one point. So you are the better friend forever. Because she because Which she one guessed did what? I get? She got the one that was about what's annoying. What annoys you about your co-host? She knew <laughs> it. It's not my fault. I'm more annoying and it's easier to <laughs> No, but that's really just there's only it's not I, I would think that like that you would know that. I would know right. that. The other yeah. one I guess she, I'm less and it, it was a collaborative game. And that was the only one that was, so that was missed in the entire game. That so, was fun. You guys know each other really well. I'm impressed. Thanks. Thanks, John. Now, next week, we're coming back with another game. We're going to be playing a game next week, even though Aileen will be on maternity leave by then. Technically, yes. Did I play the game already? Yeah, we yeah. already recorded the episode, Aileen. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> She's like, I want to play. <laughs> well, Pregnancy that is brain. it, guys. <laughs> I'll miss you all. Um, thank you again for listening to the At Betches podcast. Thanks, Sean. That was really, really fun. And don't forget, new episodes come out every Thursday. And be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple and Spotify. Next week, the three of us will be back together. And we're talking all about celebrity couples, including JLo and Ben. So be sure to come back. In the meantime, follow me at Jordana Abraham. And follow me at Aileen. And talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Dana Samuel. Editing by Sean Kilby and Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.